Chatterbox World. Welcome to episode How Do I Look? Part 2. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com, of course, and with me, the very lovely, the very talented, the very dark. Dark Angel Liz Tapia from DarkBeautyMusic.com. Hello, Suzanne, and hello to our listeners out there tonight. I hope you guys are doing well, and we are excited to be here with you for part two of How Do I Look? You look great. Oh, thank you. Anytime. <laughs> so do you, by the way. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks. All right. No, thank seriously. you so much for tuning in this week. We will see you next week. Yes. Well, that was easy. Have a nice week. Oh, wait. Did right, we still have something else to say? Yes, All right. we do. So we are talking about this whole image thing. So, random question. Okay, it's not really random. I planned it for about 10 seconds before we started recording the podcast. But for the sake of argument, random question. How far does image go? How far? So here's my point. We look at all of these pictures on Instagram, on album covers, and you know, we have Tim Tronco, for example, spending hours on setting up the lighting and making sure the shot's just right. We get photoshopping done. We've get, you know, all this to make the album cover look perfect or to make the photo shoot look perfect. And then you're roll out of bed and head straight to the coffee shop first thing tomorrow morning because you're dog tired and you're out of coffee. Your hair is in the messiest bun ever. You're in sweats. Have you seen me this morning? <laughs> Sounds like you're well, describing me. Well, I didn't want to mention names. <laughs> I didn't want to mention names. Um, I knew that was you. And then, and then that guy from Rolling Stone sees you and goes, can I have an interview? Now, clearly, yeah, that would be my luck. (laughs) Well, that's probably because I saw you walk out of your apartment and then called Rolling Stone and went, hey, guess what? (laughs) Go get her now. (laughs) Go get her. (laughs) Quick, get your camera. Um, I mean, come on. Who looks that good every single day? and, And here is. So here's the question. How far does that image really extend? Now, you know, if Rolling Stone finds you. Um, wolfing down a, a, a breakfast croissant at Burger King. Blech. Uh, <laughs> did you just say a breakfast croissant at Burger King? I did. All right, seriously, I can't remember the last time I had one of those, but okay. It was also followed by a blech. I mean, <laughs> there's that. Oh, no. So, so, you know, if, if he sees you, they're going to use the pretty pictures that your publicist had you take or that your your photographer took for you. They're, they're going to use those pretty promo pictures. They're not going to show you in sweats with no makeup on and, you know, the messy hair bun and, um, you know, half a croissant sticking out of your mouth. <laughs> That's not going to be the picture there. The picture is going to be what you know 
the, the picture is going to be the promo pictures that you have done for the album, for the, for the year, for the whatever. So knowing this, knowing that Instagram has a habit of showing us our favorite rock stars and, and uh, mostly rock stars are the ones I follow, um, without makeup, you know, on their back porch, sipping coffee on a Sunday morning or whatever, does the image really extend that far? And does it mean as much now as it used to mean? Hmm. Hmm. Let's think about hmm. that for a second. Hmm. I would love to get our listeners to comment on this. I mean, I was going to think some more, but it hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, I do. I'm too busy eating a cracker. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, where's that guy from Rolling Stone? <laughs> I knew it. Stop calling him. All right, you can call I, him now. I look good now. <laughs> okay. All right. We're good. She's finished the cracker. All right. Um, <laughs> the cracker. <laughs> oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. It's all fun and games yes. until somebody loses their cracker. That's, that's going to be me. All right. right here so, at chatterboxrocks.com. So how how far does that image expend, extend? Does it extend to the point where you don't talk to somebody if you're, you know, it, does it extend to the point where you have half a Burger King croissant hanging out of your mouth and you go, no, I don't think so. <laughs> right? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I at least finish problem. chewing your food first. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Have some yeah. manners. Manners, manners, manners. That's right. Um, I mean, manners, you know, manners do count. They still count. They do still count, actually. And that's probably, you know, that's one of the things that I think you and I actually agree on as far as the image goes. And that is part of the image, right? Absolutely. That was such a smooth segue. You probably actually thought we practiced that, right? <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We practiced that. Yeah, we had that totally planned. That's right. Anyway. We, so, no, but I think but all of it counts. All of it really does count. I mean, you you want to be able to you know, you, you want to be well-mannered when you're around other people and it would be nice if you could look great all the time, but mm -hmm. it, it doesn't always happen. I mean, people have to live their lives. Right. And and but manners are part of it. And I can't tell you. Now, I'm very particular um w without delving into details or specific bands or specific artists actors um when i hear somebody or see someone act like a jerk i'm pretty much done and i pretty much stop watching stop listening stop you know if, if you're going to be a jerk you don't need my money to do it I think a and lot of people feel the same way. I, I think so too. Now I hear a lot of people say, well, it doesn't really matter. It's the art that matters. No, because by, by continuing to support jerks, you're rewarding bad behavior. So how much now, is that an old fashioned thing? Like you and I, like we would never, never, you know, picture going on a, a daytime talk show or a, you know, a news show or an interview and say a lot of things that I've heard come out of, heavy metal bands mouths i mean i've i've heard i've heard some pretty raunchy stuff come out of people's mouths and i'm like wow that's just um yeah 
metal bands in particular, because they like to drop the F-bomb and try and be shocking and all that good stuff. And I think, you know, really, you're alienating so many people because it's not necessary. Once you hit the age of like 25, it's no longer cool to just randomly drop the F-bomb. You know, it's to me, it it serves no purpose. And really interesting. uh, I just watched an interview with James Hetfield from Metallica as if I needed to explain who James Hetfield was. I mean, was. I know but really J- not the other James Hetfield, oh, the, oh, one from oh, Metallica. the one from Metallica, right? Right. Him. Right. Um, but I just watched an interview with James Hetfield and he said, basically he stopped swearing because he realized what kind of a, uh, what kind of an example he was setting for his kids. And therefore, Young fans and children of fans, what kind of example he was setting for them as well. So it's really interesting that one of your big heavy hitters in in the metal world, who who used to quite, you know, who used to swear and, and curse with the best of them, finally realized, hey, you know what? Not not so much a good thing anymore. Um so you know, does it matter if being in metal, being in heavy metal, does it matter? Uh, I know we talked a little bit about a lot of the, the young ladies that we listened to uh, in, in the last half of this podcast. And, you know, I don't really hear any of them swearing in, in an interview. You know, I, I don't really hear that. I think I heard Simone Simons use the word suck once. Um, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> think that was the worst i heard from any of them but it's is that part and parcel is politeness and manners is is that making a comeback does that matter when you are uh you know when you're doing an interview when you're trying to connect with fans i sure hope so because i personally think it's important but i also try to carry myself that way and i think you and i do that on chatterbox you don't hear us cursing, and we try very hard to... Well, that's because we can edit it. <laughs> well, that's true, too, but I'm saying it's not something that we're into promoting. I mean, even though... I'm not saying we're saints or anything, but I, I, I hope it does come back. And, but, you know, it's interesting that you're saying that as far as metal bands and how that's more associated in that genre and, you know people cursing up a storm but you can also flip that and a lot of times you'll see a band who has a you know maybe a very grungy kind of look or and then they start interviewing with someone and they are as sweet as pie they're they're and they're well-mannered and it just maybe some of that you didn't like actually now you do like because of how they interview I think that also works the other way um it does I, I I know for me it does um, as a matter of fact, I will often give someone a second chance. Uh, Lady Gaga. Um, not a huge fan. Obviously not in a genre that I seek out. Uh, she's got some nice stuff. She's got some nice rockin' pieces going on. I'm not gonna deny that at all. Not a huge fan. But I'll tell you what. Uh, I will defend the girl till the day I die. Because I saw... Uh, a YouTube video. There was a young boy in a shopping mall. A little kid. Uh, 
maybe four or five, six years old. I couldn't have been that old. Asked her to sing him a song. And right there in the middle of the mall, she got down, actually got down on her knees. So she was looking the kid in the eye and she sang him a song a cappella in the middle of the mall. Oh, that was so nice. That is class. I don't care what she does. I don't care what she says. I don't care if I hate her next 75 albums. That girl has class. And because of that, you know, the next time I see a Lady Gaga video, the next time I see her on TV, I'll stop and I'll take a listen. You know, well, that when just goes to prove the same thing I was just saying, that it, it flips to the right. other way. It does, you know. Um, so, yes, it does flip to the other way. It does flip to the other side. And it works both ways. So I would say as part and parcel of your image, take care with how you present yourself in the world when you interact with people. It's not just about looks. It's about the complete package. Right. Which, if we're lucky, takes us up to commercial time. Ooh, commercial time. I love Gotta me love a good commercial. commercial. You know, we always love us a good commercial. I know. I'm so excited. Can't wait to hear what's I... coming up. Stay tuned. Ta da 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 We will be right back. And yet another fantabulous Chatterbox Rocks commercial. I love fantabulous, especially when it's on chatterboxrocks.com. Ah, fantabulous is even better than another word that I can't think of right now. (laughs) You better start looking up at my English Englishing dictionary. (laughs) Yes, the Liz Tapia Englishing dictionary of Marcoon. We'll be selling that pretty soon. First edition. Uh, (laughs) First edition. (laughs) Hey, did you know, by chance, that there was a community page on the darkbeautymusic.com website? I'm so glad that you mentioned that, Suzanne. There is a community page. I know, right? (laughs) And I would love for you guys to head on over and take two seconds to maybe drop me a comment on Dark Beauty's music. If you go to darkbeautymusic.com, you can just click on the community tab. And also, there's a poll that we have on there. I would love for you guys to take the poll. It's just a simple click. You don't have to register or anything. So again, please head over to darkbeautymusic.com and click on the community, <coughs> excuse me, the community tab. I would love to hear from you guys. Nice. And while you're clicking on darkbeautymusic.com's community tab, you know, you can go to suzannedecree.com and register for the mailing list. Did you know this? I'm so glad. I knew this. I I am so glad that you're promoting this because the music that's going to be coming out of suzannedecree.com is, shall we say, fantabulous. I like fantabulous. I know, me too. I love that word. 
I love that word. I just, well, I didn't really just made it up, but <laughs> you know, I'll take credit for it. I will absolutely take credit for it. But yes, we have some really, really good music coming out. Um, I've actually, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, uh, but I've actually beta tested some of the music and I've gotten really, really good feedback. So I'm very, very excited. It is exciting. It's an exciting time because all of this great music, especially from the first EP, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's going to be awesome. So was there a point to all of this at all? There was a point. Was there a point? Yes, of course, because we're talking about image. Oh, images and words, the dream theater album. No, image as in, do we need one? <laughs> Let's start I, there. I definitely need one. I need one, too. I'm try- I've am i been trying to build my image. I, I, I need an image. Um, well, it, I think it takes time. Photoshop for music? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no matter what, it takes time to build an image. I've been building my image for years and just trying to figure it out. I'm always playing around with hairstyles, hair color, just, you know, what to wear. Well, I'm always wearing black, but I mean, it does take time to figure out what your image is. And let's face it, it's not like we have a stylist that is, you know, just saying, hey, just put this on and wear your hair like this. And, you know, well, at least I don't, yes, I, at least I and, don't have and one. And that is, well, no, and, and here's the funny thing. I've looked into actually a stylist because here's and you know without trying to sound like i'm whining um i clearly have not gotten down exactly i'm almost as bad as a classically trained soprano almost anyway uh, (laughs) i just took a sip of my drink you almost almost made me spit it out (laughs) here's the thing i am not down to where i want to be Almost 70 pounds down, which is an incredible, incredible accomplishment. I'm not going to short myself uh, for not being down, you know, two or 200 pounds or, you know, whatever I wanted to lose at this point. But here's the thing. I don't really like the way I look in pretty much anything. So, you know, one of my thought processes was to maybe look up a personal stylist and say, Hey, how do I look not like Jabba the Hutt? I don't know. You know, how do I look better while I'm in this transition? You know, how do I make that happen? Because there's this, you know, there's kind of a mental disconnect almost. You, you, you think of yourself, wow, I've lost 70 pounds or 65 pounds or however many pounds that I've lost. Not including the marbles in my head that I've lost, by the way. Um, I think you left some over I've here. Lo- I did, probably. Can I have All them right, back? I'll send them to I you. I think I might need them. <laughs> all right, thanks. Um, but, you know, I've lost all this weight. And then you look in the mirror and you don't look like a supermodel yet. <laughs> you know? But like, that's so interesting that you're well, saying that because here's the thing about the media society plays such yeah you'll never look like a supermodel that's that's the thing well i mean well exactly and i don't even mean that to sound or you know to come off in a bad way way. exactly i mean society plays such a huge role on looks and you are constantly being judged on your appearance i mean the media just goes crazy with this so that's interesting what you're saying because it is very difficult to try to live up to you know some of these models or 
women that look just perfect. Everything's so perfect. And, you know, I'm not so sure we need to be that perfect. We don't. And, and also, I, I don't like the word perfect either because, I mean, just trying to get to that level or what is perfect, there is, that's something different to so many people. How would you even possibly get to that? And, and here's the thing. No matter what you see, um, you know, I... There was one picture from a rock star that uh, I think somebody just changed like their Facebook profile picture or something. Uh, what, one of the bands I listened to or one of the singers I listened to. And, you know, somebody, somebody jumped on right away and went, oh, my God, you look terrible. Are you OK? And I, and I looked at this picture and went, it is so photoshopped. How can you tell? I, you could actually tell that the picture was photoshopped. It was that bad. Wow. Uh, and I'm like, there's, there's nothing real about this picture. You know, um, now clearly the artist did not feel that they looked bad in the picture or it wouldn't be their Facebook profile picture, but it is so photo. I, you know, I looked at this picture and the first thing I thought was, Oh my God, that is heavily photoshopped. And I'm not like a Photoshop expert. I can I can do some stuff on Photoshop. I don't totally suck at it, but I'm not a Photoshop expert. And for me to be able to just look at a picture and go, wow, holy Photoshop Batman, you know, um, says I think a lot. So the, what you're seeing is not an actual picture. What you're seeing has been doctored, manipulated, uh, flaws and imperfections removed. And then you've got this vision, th this unrealistic vision of what someone looks like. Well, that's because the media does that. I mean, everybody is so it's, it's drilled into your head. It's, it's constantly put out there from, I mean, look at all the problems that a lot of teenagers have with this too. I mean, I know we're talking about image, you know, relating to, musicians and, mm -hmm. and or actors or whatever but I mean it's if you think about it it's on a so much of a much broader well if if you think about it from from the time you know you started doing music and acting when when you were like four I was four years old no I was two okay okay I started when I was six I started playing the guitar when I was six and all right, you, you all know the Charo story by now you know I I got into it because of Charo. Now, you know, you grow up in the seventies and eighties when you have, let's, let's think about all the female musicians, you know, you know, all thin and beautiful, even, even heart where, where, uh, Ann Wilson had a, uh, had a weight problem. They doctored the videos and everything to make it look like she didn't. Yeah, she went through a lot of heartache with all of that. And it's a shame because, right, I exactly. mean, honestly, and I mean, she has such a great voice. I mean, she's got a beast of a voice. It shouldn't matter what her image is, but, I, but people are so connected to that. And she stopped singing for a long time because of it. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, these, the, this whole image thing gets rooted into our subconscious when we're kids, when we start, when we realize that this is the life that we want to live, we are inundated with 
Um, you know, and again, the, 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 when I grew up, rock contained either your hippie crowd. Okay. Your, your Joan Baez and, and, uh, that sort of crowd. Um, or your rockers, uh, you know, the runaways and again, you know, Joe Jett and Lita Ford after they went solo from the runaways, uh, Chrissy Hind, you know, all, all these women who were just stunningly beautiful and thin. And that's what we grew up with. So that's what we associated. Well, if this is what I'm going to do, that's what I have to look like. And then that spirals out of control because, you know, for me, it spiraled out of control in the opposite direction. You know, instead of being uh, thin and beautiful, I was um, rather, rather robust, (laughs) to say the least. And, you know, it does so many psychological things to a person's mind because now... You know, maybe there was nothing wrong with you, and then all of a sudden, now you start seeing yourself with all of these flaws and imperfections, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, everybody has flaws. Nobody's perfect. You know, and that's, and that's interesting because I still, to this day, um, you know, when I, when I see myself in the mirror, I see what, what I, I deem to be wrong. And you would think at being, you know, <clears throat> 20, 29, um, that I would have gotten past that point. But I still, you know, I still struggle with that. And thinking that, you know, what, what I'm seeing is not right. Because I'm used to seeing photoshopped pictures of other people. Well, that's why I have to be honest with you. I love the fact that plus size models are even out there now because, you know, they're people. I mean, not everybody is a size zero or negative zero. I mean, women are they're busty and they're curvy and not everybody's thin. And I think that's that was a big, important step going moving forward, you know, as far as modeling is concerned. So I was really glad when we started seeing all of the uh, plus size models coming out. Um, I have mixed emotions about that. I I will have to be honest. Um, as happy as I am that someone is finally realizing that, you know, not everyone is a size two. I I kind of have a problem with, not with being happy with who you are and knowing that you're moving to a better place or a better space. Um, but kind of being unrealistic about it, uh, because being heavy, even, you know, being as heavy as I am is not good for you. It is not healthy. There is no way to spin that so that you can be healthy. It's just not. Now, am I working on improving that? Absolutely. Um, you know, is it something that's taking way longer than I expected or way longer than I planned for? Oh, absolutely. But onward and upward and, you know, making adjustments and going on. But the problem that I have is when, you know, these, uh, I'm going to call it body acceptance or fat acceptance people come out and say, oh, I'm perfectly healthy. No, you're not. I can, I can tell you at, you know, again, 29 years old, uh, <laughs> that, you know, I've, I've, 
got a screwed up knee that I have to be very, very careful with. Um, I've got a screwed up back that I have to be very careful with. Now, part of that is uh, heredity, but a good portion of that is because I've been severely overweight for most of my adult life. So there are issues with it. And, you know, there's a, there's a reason that your friends and family don't want you to be those weights. And it's not because you don't look good in your jeans. It's because it's not healthy. So there is a balance between, you know, your plus sized models. Awesome. You know, not everybody's a size two. Thank you for acknowledging that. But, you know, also it's not really good to be at that weight. So you need to, you know, take some steps, take some, you know, get up and move around a little bit more and, and maybe, you know, eat an extra salad instead of an extra bowl of ice cream or, you know, whatever your, your thing happens to be. Well, that's really good advice. And I agree with you on that. I mean, you know, Oh, good, because I thought I just went on a completely random <laughs> no, tangent you didn't. there for a minute. I mean, listen, there are so many things that we can talk about when it comes to image and all of the things, like what we were saying before, is that, you know, you have all these things on your plate on top of it to, to try to get uh, a handle on. And See what she did there? <laughs> we're we're talking there? about weight. <laughs> things on your plate. See what she did there? See, see I see what you did there. I see what you did. I think we might need to do episode three on this topic we might we might have to continue this into an episode three because i think we're having a we have a lot of good talking points on this and uh we're roughly we're at about half an hour ladies and gentlemen so we want to thank you so much for joining us here on chatterbox rocks don't forget to tune in next week and in the meantime Visit us every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ShatterboxRocks.com. Signing off, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, my lovely and talented co-hostess. Tapia the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we I think we're definitely going to come back with another episode, a continuation on this topic. Please post and comment. Yes, awesome. post, comment, share, share, share. And we will see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Right. Have a great week, everybody. 